Welcome back to the Trifecta Soft Podcast. I'm your host, E-Rock. Go ahead and hit that subscribe button if you haven't already, so you never miss another podcast. Also, do me a favor. Go on to whatever podcast app you listen to us on and give us a rating and review. That really helps us rank in the searches. Thank you so much. Let's get into the podcast. So uh, I found out for I found out about you by uh, from K Factor. Yeah, yeah. Me and him have been playing together for a while. Hell yeah, dude. That's cool. So you're uh, you're Grinch. Is that your uh, nickname or your call sign? Yeah, that that's it, Grinch. Because you're always mean to people. Uh, that and also <laughs> uh, that and I do like some Grinchy plays when it comes to airsoft. So I got you. Okay. <laughs> Hell yeah, man. Cool. Yeah, this is cool, man. I just, uh, he sent me a message last week. He was like, hey, you need to talk to this dude. Um, he plays out here with me. I was like, all right, cool. I, I love yeah. when I meet, uh, when I meet people that, you know, through somebody I've talked with already and they'll shout out their teammate or something like that. It's, uh, yep. it's pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah, it's always nice to meet new people that way. Right, dude. Hell yeah, man. So how long have you been playing uh, Airsoft? Uh, I'd say probably going on 13, 14 years. Bro, okay. Fucking level 52 wow. over here, you know? <laughs> yeah, Hell prestige yeah. mode. Prestige, yeah. <laughs> Tenth prestige. <laughs> yep. No shit, okay. Dang. So uh, how did you get into it? Just uh, like most people, just little springers in your backyard? Uh, yeah, pretty much. Uh, I had a friend, and uh, he showed me an airsoft gun for the first time. And I was just like, whoa, what is this? It looks so real. And he's like, oh, it just shoots a little plastic BB. And uh, I got into looking into it. I saw a couple of um, uh, Scout the Doggy videos on YouTube. And I talked to my parents. I'm like, I got to try this. I need to try one of these airsoft guns. Yeah. And my dad saw it, and he's like, oh, I might as well try and get into this, too. So we bought a couple of, like, $30 M4s and just played out in the woodland areas. Oh, that's cool, man. Now, what videos were you saying? Who was it? Uh, Scout the Doggy. He's uh, I think he's out in Scotland, I believe. But um, oh, he just okay. goes around. Yeah, he just goes around and, like, just films people. I don't know if he plays very often, but, gotcha. yeah, that's how I that's how I got started on the whole Airsoft thing. Oh, that's cool. Okay. Yeah. You know, what's funny is, uh, people that got started like a long time ago, they, uh, it just happened the other day too. somebody I was talking with, they said, um, I saw some videos by, I can't remember who they said, uh, but it's a channel that is not around anymore. Oh. And, um, yeah. So, I mean, that's happened a couple of times. In fact, uh, somebody else I talked with said they saw some videos by um and, and they said the name of it which i can't remember again but it was uh <laughs> they it looked like the guy from uh evike matt you know evike matt the, oh uh, yeah, yeah yeah the guy that does all the videos for evike and yeah. um it looked like him but, i mean i guess he was wearing a mask but it, you know the way he moved and the way and then when he started making videos for evike that other channel went away is what happened so yeah, uh, he thought it was, but he named the channel and it, he said it was so crazy. They had this crazy stuff, you know, uh, shooting stuff or whatever. And, um, that's how he got into it. But I like, uh, 
I like hearing about some of these older YouTube channels that for airsoft or whatever, because yeah. I'm not familiar with them. You know, I just uh, got introduced to the airsoft world like three and a half years ago. Mm-hmm. But prior to that, it was just my son's, uh, you know, when they were like 10 years old, I did the same thing. Most parents yep. do you know, the little <laughs> clear pistols or whatever in the backyard. Yep. So yeah. A little MP5 from Walmart. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Hell yeah, man! Now, do you uh, what what style of uh, gameplay do you do? Like, um, are you a sniper like uh, K Factor is? Uh, yeah, I mostly snipe like how K Factor does, but I do dabble with uh, assault like M4s and AKs every once in a while. Uh, I actually started building a uh, DMR out of an SR25. Nice. That's really common. So, a lot of people use the uh, 25s for the uh, DMRs. Yeah. I think it's because uh, they're mostly version two gearboxes, so they're a lot easier to mess with than, like, say, a Dragonov or something like that. Oh, uh, okay, gotcha. Yeah, that makes sense. One of the guys, uh, who was it? Just recently, was talking about a DMR he had was um, shooting over five hundred FPS wow. with. I swear, he said like point fours or something. I was like, dude, he's what? <laughs> like, okay, you're, he's got like a, you gotta have like 150 med or something. I don't know. Yeah. 150 so, foot med. At least 200 PSI in his HPA or however the hell he's got to set no up. Shit, dude. Now, do you have any, uh, HPA weapons? Uh, that's actually what I'm trying to do with the SR 25. I need to get a, I'm trying to get a, uh, Kythera, uh, engine from Polar Star. Yeah. That I can drop into it, but you know how they're so expensive. It's just like, ugh. Yeah. No kidding, right? Yeah. Well, we did a, um, we did a Kythera build, uh, probably three years ago. Oh, and, nice. Um, yeah. One of the guys, so, uh, two of my sons and their best friend, uh, mm-hmm. got, or their good friend, they got, uh, they started playing and, um, and Johnny who's on our channel, that's their friend that got him into it. He, uh, he bought a Kythera and ah. he had to, this is, you know, like, like I said, like three years ago, he had to, they were on back order. So he ordered it yep. and it was like, I don't know how many months it was a couple, three months or something, bef- you know, before he was, yeah. It. Yeah. yeah. Back order BS. Uh huh. And yep. he finally got it. And he was like, Oh, he was so excited. And I was like, Oh, you need to come over here. So, you, you know, and do it over here so we can film it. Yeah. And he's like, Oh, yep. cause he was so excited about doing it. And, um, yep. he just wanted to hurry up and do it. And then, uh, I was like, no, bring it over here. We can, you know, we can film all this shit. And he's like, all right. So we made a whole video on it and like really detailed yep. showing the dremeline of the inside of the gearbox, how to fit it in there and shit like that. Yeah. Um, and when he was doing that, I'm going, what, why do you have to, I thought it was just a drop in, like it, it would fit the gearbox that you have. And he's like, no. And this is what I started learning that like, not all airsoft guns, there's not a standard. Like if yeah. you buy a SEMA M4 or a, I don't know, whatever else kind of M4, Arcturus or yeah. whatever, their gearboxes are going to be different. Like, yeah. Even by the most slight millimeter, they can yeah. be completely different. It's so weird. It's so weird to me because uh, coming from a, a background of 
uh, military after high school, and then I worked in a lot of factories, like factory yeah. work. Things are standardized, you know. Like yeah. when you work in machining, when you work in welding, when you work in fabricating, you know, all these different maintenance. So hydraulics, there's set rules, right? Yeah, there's set things that are standard inside a. The outside might look a little different, but all the workings of it and how it works is the same. Yeah. Um, no matter where you go, uh, pneumatics, same thing. It's like, yep. uh, and then we get these airsoft things and I'm going, Oh, this is M4 here. This is M4 here. I take the gearboxes out yep. and they're different. I'm like, what, what is going on? Who set this yep. shit up? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's like, like one piston has like more teeth than another. And then you got yeah. like, like a nozzle that's like one or two millimeters longer than the other one. It's so weird to me. Um, yeah. And, I saw I, these videos, like people grinding, speaking of the, you know, the, the grinding off the back two gears of the piston yep. and I'm like, what are they doing? Yep. <laughs> it's crazy. <laughs> yeah. Uh. Now, um, so you've been playing for a long time. So you, are you experienced with uh, rebuilding some of your stuff? Like if it broke or whatever, do you work on your own stuff or do you take it to a shop? Uh, yeah, I prefer working on my own stuff, but once it gets to a point where it's like, okay, I have no idea what I'm doing, I'll mm. take it to a shop. So, yeah. like, uh, like I one time I had a um, complete wiring harness just fry on itself because I was using a eleven uh, one lipo instead of seven uh, four, yeah. and so the whole wiring harness just fried. And like, I did not know how to replace a wiring harness, so I took it to <laughs> my local shop and. Uh, they did just they redid the entire wiring harness for me. Yeah. Yeah. I've heard of that when, uh, when we started doing this stuff and getting these guns and they're like, we, we would do a lot of the reviews on our channel. Almost all of them were, uh, yeah. were guns from BOAs. So the box of awesome, uh, like, yeah. you know, the different mystery boxes from airsoft GI, Fox Airsoft, Modern Airsoft. So yep. we get these uh, mystery boxes and then take the guns out and then do a review on them. So we do an unboxing video and then do the review. So, yep. um, you know, separately or whatever. And uh, I was just, uh, uh, you know, I didn't know hardly anything about these guns or whatever. And it was, it was, yeah. it was a lot to learn, you know? And they're like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, this thing, you know, doesn't last for this thing broke the first time we used it or yeah. whatever. And they're like, Oh yeah, let's, uh, I said, well, what kind of battery is this? They're like, Oh yeah, this is 11, one lipo. And I'm like, well, what kind of battery, you know, cause the ones that would come with the guns sometimes yeah. in those packages would be the nine yeah. sixes or the eight yeah. fours. Yeah. That don't, don't even last all half a day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and they're like, and this eight four we got was big and chunky, you know. It was like, oh, um, just a brick. It was a brick, and uh, <laughs> I'm going, what is the difference with all these? And um, so they're like, well, we can't use a lipo on this one. I'm like, why not? And they're like, well, because it makes it run faster. It'll it'll burn up. I'm like, burn up what? Like, what'll happen? Let's try it and see what happens. They're like, yeah. no, it's gonna catch on fire. <laughs> <and so." laughs> it's yeah. okay. But yeah, I've so. seen that. I I saw that happen at a game one time. Uh, yeah. We were it was uh, in Utah, and me and K Factor were both running uh, CQB snipers. And this one kid, his uh, uh, it was I think it was a honey badger, and 
he was running an 11-1 lipo, and it all of a sudden his we just see his stock just burst and like and it starts smoking. Oh, shit. and we're like, oh shit! And we saw a guy really run up, rip the stock off, pull the battery out, and just threw it on the ground and just burst, oh, burst in God. flame. Yeah, yeah. I've heard some horror stories about these uh, lipos, man. It's crazy. Yeah. Yeah, if you don't take care of them, they won't take care of you. <laughs> Apparently. Well, uh, I didn't know any of that, like I said. And then, um, I don't know, it was a couple months after we started getting some of these guns that had you know decent guns. They had MOSFETs in them, so they were using the you know, 11-1s and the 7-4s and that, whatever. Yeah. And um, my son bought a uh, – he comes in one day. We were getting – we have a, like a – big box of stuff that, you know, for like reviews. So we had the uh, Chrono, we have targets, we have, you know, and we just throw all the stuff in a box. And when we're ready to do a video, we just take all the shit out there. Well, he comes in, he's like, oh yeah, I got this bag. And he puts, it's this real thick padded, heavy, like oh, anti-fire yeah. bag shit, whatever that zip yep. or, uh, you know, is uh, Velcroed at Zip-lock. the top. Yeah, dude. And, uh, it's like secure as hell. And, yeah. um, He's got his lipos in there, and I was like, "What is this for?" Yep. He's like, "Oh, lipos blow up. Some, you know, they they have a chance." I was like, "What? Why are we using these things? What? You get these out of the house?" <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like what? Hell no! So we kept them in that bomb. bag. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I know, right? Yeah, I I've been meaning to get one because I have a couple of lipos myself for my uh, M4 AG. So okay, we'll be right back. This episode is sponsored by Skirmish, the future of Airsoft gameplay management. Are you ready to take Airsoft to the next level? Skirmish's innovative gameplay solution keeps players and spectators engaged with real-time updates. Capture objectives, detonate targets, medic, and more at Skirmish-enabled fields. Skirmish tracks every action so you don't have to. Review past games, action by action, and follow your progress in national rankings. Phones are not required. If you want to find out more, head to skirmish.net. And check out episode 157 of this podcast where I talk with the owner of Skirmish about how it started and how it works. Stay connected, my friends. Yeah, that's wild, dude. Yeah, it's fun. And it's a a cool thing to learn all these things. You know, the sport of Airsoft is like so diverse with the the equipment and the guns and the, you know, all the different. Yeah. And even just the player, like, no two players are exactly the same. Right. For sure. Yeah. Yeah, play styles. And then, well, I've said this a handful of times on here, but um, it's got such a wide range of uh, just options. If you want to yeah. play, you know, just for playing, just just whatever kind of gameplay you want to do. If you want to play in the desert, there's mill sims for that. If you want to play in the woods, yep. there's plays for that. If you want to play inside, yep. uh, you know, speedy boy stuff, whatever, there's stuff for that. If you want to play yep. tournaments, there's stuff for that. If you want to play a, you know, 40 hour continuous with helicopters and fucking Humvees that shoot 50 cows, like, yep. you know, blank firing 50 cows, you got that. Like it's, it's yeah. craziness, bro. It's wild. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, some of these guys just take it so to the next level every time I go to a different Milsim. Yeah. Like the last the last uh big game I went to was up at uh Ballahack in Virginia for the Knobridge uh event with K Factor. 
Oh, that's and, cool. And uh, I don't know if you saw the video, but he was some guy took like this little like Walmart. I think it was probably a Walmart gun. I don't know, but it was a little mini two four nine, and he put an HPA engine in it. <laughs> and so it was shooting like five thousand rounds a second and something like oh that. My God. And, and, no- and Novridge was just running around, just lighting everybody up in a juggernaut suit. Oh my God, that's cool! Hell yeah, dude! Balahack, man, that's one of my uh, one of the places I want to go and visit for sure. Oh, it is one of the best fields I've been to so far. That's what I've heard. I've heard a lot of people say that. Yeah, because um, the field I normally play at, which is uh, Fox, like you mentioned earlier, from their Box of Awesome. Yeah, I usually play out. I play out there, and they actually lost their large field about, I want to say, a year and a half, two years ago. And it was like their, it was their main woodland area, so it was great for ghillie snipers and stuff. But um, so yeah, they lost that to the city of Parker, which I've been hearing on and off uh, rumors like, oh, they're turning it into a nature walk, or they're putting a bike bicycle laying on it i don't know but as far as i know they haven't touched it for at all yeah but uh their last event i went to which was last weekend their winter warrior uh they actually made an announcement saying that they're actually putting in a new section for the field oh okay so honestly i'm really excited about that you know i didn't even realize that fox airsoft was out in uh, utah or out by you guys okay uh no it's actually i don't live in utah anymore i live out in uh, colorado Oh, okay, okay, yeah, no, okay. I got gotcha. you. Because uh, when yeah. he when uh, K Factor messaged me, he said uh, he played with you, but I'm guessing yeah. it's from before. And then of course at uh, Balahack, you guys went. Yeah, and he comes and uh, uh, comes out to Colorado every so often and plays with the up at Fox or any Nilsson that happens. So okay, gotcha. Yeah. So you are you from Utah originally, though? Yes, I am. Okay. Yeah, that's yeah. I started uh, playing like I like hardcore airsoft. I played started playing that maybe want to say probably ten years ago. Mm-hmm. So first three years was just me just shooting in the backyard with friends and that kind of stuff. Right. And then what took you to uh, Colorado? Uh, just financial issues because uh, the job I had just wasn't cutting it for living expenses and all that kind of stuff. So I had, a, so I got a better job out here in Colorado. Okay, what kind of work you do? Uh, right now I'm working for a uh, company that deals with uh, like asbestos abatement and lead oh, removal, yeah. demolition, that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, suit up and uh, tear that shit out. Yep. Yep. Pretty much. Actually, I'm actually coming off the uh, injury I sustained a couple about a month ago on one of my fingers. Okay. Because uh, we were get we were demoing a uh, building, and uh, we were tearing down the like the support beams and shit. Mm. And well, one of the horizontal beams got wedged, and so me and another guy went up in uh, uh, scissor lifts, mm-hmm. and we slowly kind of like start pulling it apart well the guy that was working the the uh, tail end or basically a giant forklift he yeah. started putting tension on the uh straps that was holding the uh the bar in place well once we got the two side pieces like even remotely uh separated 
that pipe came up and hit me right in the uh, communication finger. Oh, yeah. So actually, like, that's the name right now. Oh, yeah. So smash the hell out of it. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Yeah. The whole tip of the finger was uh, shattered and the nail was ripped off. Yeah. Yeah. Luckily, it wasn't wasn't the trigger finger. So, (laughs) (laughs) right. Oh my god! Yeah, the, that uh, that definitely hurts a little worse than um, than uh, getting shot in the finger. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, right. yeah, man. Yeah, I had that happen actually, where uh, my finger, you know, got smashed like that. At the end of it, and it's, yeah, yeah, especially when it's uh, it's deep enough to like damage the bone or you know yep. bruise the bone or whatever. Man, it's and it you know you go like. If you try to make a fist or, you know, squeeze yeah. it at all, that it just the tiniest, tiniest bit of pressure is. It just uh, hurts very, like hell. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. Yep. Uh, yeah. Yep. Well, uh, I'll tell you what, it, it happened on my right. I'm right handed. It happened on my same. right finger. Um, and my middle finger, same thing. Yeah. And I think because it's longer, it's always in the way. But, uh, yeah. In fact, I just had it, uh, I've got a small uh, one there now <laughs> that I did uh, yeah. a couple weeks ago that's growing out now. Luckily, it wasn't too bad. But uh, when I smashed it really bad, it was, um, you know, you have to learn how to wipe left-handed, okay? <laughs> <laughs> I think yeah. that was the hardest part. <laughs> it's like, damn it, I'm, I'm not uh, ambidextrous. <laughs> oh, I know, dude. Like, oh, geez. Yeah, hell yeah, man. <laughs> It's like so, it's like that. It's like the scene from uh, Black Hawk Down. It's like good thing you're left-handed, Adonis. God, I don't know what you do. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. For real, man. Well, the, the, this finger, like, I got a smash a couple times, and then I, um, I sli- I was playing on a, a softball team. This is probably twelve years ago or so. I was playing on a softball team with a bunch of guys, and. Uh, I slid, I dove into second base and oh. dove into second base. I hit with uh, my, my uh, middle finger there and I got up. I didn't feel anything. It was fine. I went yep. to push myself up off the uh, base and I felt this like weird feeling on my, on my ring finger on this, on this hand. And I go, what the hell? Yep. I looked down and it was 90 degrees over this way at the knuckle oh. and dislocated. Yeah. So, and it didn't really, it didn't even hurt. Honestly, like yeah. the, yeah, it was just what did hurt was the healing process for like yeah. two or three months because those tendons were like stretched. Yeah. Um, yep. So I stood up and I said, I showed the second baseman. I said, oh, by the way, I was safe. Okay. But, uh, yeah. That's sweet. <laughs> so Great. totally worth it. Totally worth it. <laughs> but, uh, I stood up and I go, bro, look, it is over like this, you know? And he goes, yeah. Oh yeah, here he goes. I've seen that before. It's okay. He goes here, you know, just popped it back in. Oh yep. It was fine. It wasn't broken. You know, it was just dislocated yep. off that knuckle. So, yep. uh, anyway, but yeah, I had to do these, uh, man, I, it was one of the hardest rehabs that I had to do. I just had to like, cause the tendon was so damaged. It started to like curl up. So I couldn't straighten the finger out. So oh, yeah. every day, every morning, I'd have to. It would literally look like I had arthritis in the finger. It was just try to yeah. cramp up, and uh, I had to put it on the table and just push down on it and stretch it. 
Oh, oh, dude. I'm like, okay, oh, I'm, not, I'm not awake enough for this yet. Hold on. <laughs> I, need, I need my cup of coffee before I do this shit. <laughs> for real, dude. Hell yeah. <laughs> now, have you ever gotten uh, injured uh, playing airsoft? The worst was um, playing a CQB game, and I was just wearing one of those uh, like skiing masks. Like it just had like the vent holes so you could breathe and shit. Yeah. Uh, I came around a corner, and a guy did a quick did a quick snapshot, and one of the BBs went through the breathing hole into my lip, and it got stuck in there. Oof. So probably the worst injury I've had so far playing airsoft. That's. I've seen those videos. I just saw a couple days ago. I just saw one of those videos too, where somebody's on the field like that and they they go like this and pop it out. Yeah, it's like a, like a pimple. <laughs> yeah, no kidding, right? Now, did it? Yeah. Did it? Uh, did you feel it on your tooth as well? Uh, no, it was mostly just in the lip. It mostly okay. caught like the bottom, like the more of the bottom portion of the lip. Yeah. But uh, it it was swelling up bad. It looked like a uh, looked like a Almost like a red golf ball. <laughs> bro. And did you yeah. pop it out like that? Uh, yeah. Well, at first we thought it was like worse than it really was. So I went to the uh, Instacare oh, and yeah. I, sh- I shit you not, a U.S. Army combat medic <laughs> walked up to me just, and just laughed and just just popped <laughs> it out. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. Yeah. Hell yeah. Nice. Yeah. yeah, I've heard about these uh, these injuries on the field. You know, it's uh, that one. Yeah. Uh, you know, I think um, like rolling your ankle is a real common uh, one that happens yeah. a lot. You know, even on yeah. the indoor indoor stuff. Oh yeah, lots of shit to slip and trip on. Yep. Yeah, hell yeah, man. So, what do you? Uh, what was your first gun you ever went out and played a? a on a you know an actual game on a field uh, that gun was a I believe it was an airsoft gi g4a5 m4 variant so oh, it was shit. like a just yeah it was like a 200 gun from gi one of their custom guns yeah and uh that that was the very first like really good gun i ever got my hands on okay ran that for a while do you still have it uh no that broke probably five years ago like i i uh tripped while running through um some sagebrush and i landed straight on it like all my (laughs) body weight right onto it and the back of the stock completely shattered oh god yeah yeah and i tried to salvage the gearbox but it was pretty much done by the time i uh by the time i got it home yeah so, but I've yeah, heard that, stories like that where the people yeah. fall on their gun and it just snaps in half. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> I still got the rail system for it though, but I I'm been yeah. thinking to put it on my uh, my current M4, but at the same time, I don't. I want to keep it looking like my uh, my service one. Gotcha. Now, what's the best gun you got? What's your favorite gun? Oh, that is actually a tie between my uh, Norwich SSG-10 and my uh, Norwich TAC-338. Now, what's the TAC one? Uh, the TAC one, one, 
uh, that's a, a limited edition gun that he got that he made, and it looks just like um, the Chris Kyle rifle, the uh, one without the suppressor. Yeah. So I actually I got it right here. Yeah, let's see it, man. Uh, you know most this of these guy right uh, here. Yeah, most of these are uh, show and tell, man. So, yeah. dude, that's badass so, yeah. looking. Whoa, even the front <laughs> muzzle yeah. brake is like that. Yeah. Yep. And then uh, it's even got all the markings on it. Don't know if you can see that or not, but it actually says uh, McMillan and all that kind of stuff on it. Oh, that's cool as hell. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah. And you got the adjustable stock back there with the cheek riser and. Uh... Yep. Yep. This is actually the highest it, that this uh, cheek rest goes, but that's uh, wild. it works. It works for me. Yeah, okay. Because normally people have to um, lower them or keep them, you know, normal, I guess, lower because yeah. of the uh, mask or whatever. Yeah, and I actually do wear a lower mask, but I it's, I think it's just because of how my uh, my uh, cheek well is. Right. Because I, okay. I, I got a fairly beefy uh, cheeks, so. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah, man. You have another gun back there, looks like? Uh, yeah, I got two of them. I got uh, my oh, SSG right here. Yeah. <laughs> Did Whoops. it fall? Yep. Uh -oh. But yeah, this is the SSG. Oh, shit. Okay. Yeah, it's the A2 variant. Dude, that's nice looking. And you got the yeah. uh, tape on there or the wrap? Yeah. Yeah, it's just for the suppressor. But, yeah. but yeah, this is actually a Silverback SRS suppressor that I have on here. Okay. So, but yeah, I'm loving this thing. I actually used it uh, last weekend. I was going to say, which, uh, which one do you prefer to take out if you're going to go sniping? Uh, it's honestly just whatever I feel like, because they're both shooting. I'm both launching uh, BBs about most of the field anyway. Really? So, what do you yeah. what do you run? Like, uh, what uh, weight BB you run? Fours, four uh, six. Uh, four three and up. Okay. Depending on depending on how windy it is. Right. But uh, the three three eight actually, I only run four nines in that guy because he it just loves that heavy BB. Really? Yeah. Yeah, that's pretty cool, man. Uh, yeah. Oh yeah. So you can you can uh. If you need to lay them down, yeah, go ahead. So they don't fall. Yeah. That's fine. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's cool. Yeah, the yeah. one, uh, this podcast I did with um, Mayday-san is his uh, YouTube channel. He's in uh, Japan. So he's sitting there, we're talking, and he's like, so I couldn't really see too much behind him. And I was like, hey, you know, yeah. he, he starts talking about his guns, and I said, yeah, let's see what you got. So he kind of goes like this, and there's this, like, I don't know, 20 guns back here behind him and pistols and all that shit. So as yeah. he's taking them out, he did the same thing you did where he, he'd show it off, he'd talk about it, he'd lay it down next to him, he'd lay this one over here, he'd lay this one over here. So yeah. he sent uh, he sent me a picture after we got off the call. Like five minutes later, I get this picture of <clears throat> top down of his whole desk area and the floor. 
and it was just covered like just rifles and shit laying everywhere. Oh, and wow. I actually I used it for the uh, thumbnail for the video. I used it for the thumbnail. Yeah. I said I'm going to use this for the thumbnail, man. That's cool. He goes, "Yeah, I got to clean up this mess now. It's everywhere." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's cool, man. Yeah. So, playing yeah. that long, you probably got a good uh a good uh arsenal of guns. Yeah. Yeah, I've also got my uh M4 right here. Mhm. Uh, which, like I said, I had this set up as my service one in the guard. So, oh, okay. M203, uh, fully functional PEC 15 with the uh, actual IR laser. Oh, sure, nice. Yeah, I surprisingly got it for 90 bucks from Amazon. Surprising. It's just what? like, wow. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, that looks then, awesome, uh, dude. Yeah, and then uh, fiber optic ACOG sight. Okay. So. Yeah, man, that looks badass. You said uh, you're set up like your service one. You were in the uh, National Guard, or you're in the National Guard? Yes, I am in the National Guard right now. Oh, okay. Hell yeah. Now, do you have, uh, what made you go into military? Do you have family that that is prior Uh, military? or Okay. Yeah, I had my uh, grandfather who passed away about three years ago, and uh, he was 11th Airborne during World oh, War II. Okay. Yeah, nice. Yeah, some of the badasses in World War II, man. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it was the the classic uh, get the short guy the big gun. So he jumped <laughs> with a he jumped with the BAR. Oh my god, that's wild. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. How long you been in the uh, guard? Uh, I just hit one year, so okay. it was a it was a recent thing. So, right. Oh, that's good. Good deal. Yeah, yeah. I was uh, I spent you know four years in the military and then got out and started having uh having a bunch of kids. Yep. And <laughs> the last, and then twenty five years went by like like yesterday. And I don't know what happened. And now my kids are grown <laughs> to into airsoft. And here I am talking yep. to people about airsoft stuff. <laughs> but yeah, I still remember a lot of the military, a lot of the military st- stuff that happened, you know, stories, Yeah, you know, uh, yeah, hell yeah. Yeah. So I've had a lot of veterans on here actually. Um, yeah. I, I saw, I saw that uh, you had, um, that, what was his name? The last guy you had. Uh, Frosty. Oh, Frosty. Yeah, the one this morning. Yeah. 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 Yep. Oh, we, I saw yeah, that that's one. Right. Like, He's an army vet. Yeah, we were talking a lot about yep. that. That's right. Yep. Oh yeah. Yeah, it's always funny when I talk to veterans because we, you know, we all we share the you know war quote unquote war stories, you know, and just the yeah. boot camp or whatever, and and yep. uh, it always goes off on that and uh. <laughs> You know, it's it's easy to talk about, um, yeah. Some of those things like that, like your training or boot camp, because it's yep. uh, there's always some kind of crazy stuff happening. You know, yeah. Oh yeah. Now, when you uh, when you went to boot camp, were you uh, you re- did you un- you know expect kind of what was going to happen, or had you seen uh? Full Metal Jacket and all these different movies, you know, to <laughs> prep yourself. Uh, 
Kind of. I, I kind of had an idea from uh, a veteran coworker I used to have and uh, and just rough idea of what to expect. Yeah. So. Uh, okay. And now what are your uh, what, what kind of schooling did you go to? Uh, I went to uh, well, it's called uh, OSIN now. It's called one station unit training, but uh, that's only meant for um, 11 Bravo. So infantry. Gotcha. Okay. So I was up in good old Fort Benning, Georgia. Fort Benning. Oh, that's all the way out here. You know, I'm in South Carolina, so it's not too far away. Oh, nice. Yeah. Hell yeah. Okay. And what uh, what was your favorite gun to train with? Ooh, I would probably have to say probably the saw. Nice. Just, yeah. just the big, just the big light machine gun. Yep. That thing is so smooth too for a machine gun. Yeah, that thing is just oh yeah, it just works, man. Like nonstop. Yeah, we had uh when I was in, I was in a long time ago. We had um the now the saw. We had the saw, but mm-hmm. we had uh, M60s. Yeah, so the M60s the were still in. Mm-hmm. Before the, uh, I guess the 240 Bravos, you know, came out later. Yep. Yeah, but uh, yeah, we had the M60s, and those those were okay. I mean, the ones we trained with uh, that we had to qualify with were, um, I mean, they're just beat up, you know, just yeah, beat up and uh, barely barely work. <laughs> yeah, dude, they jam all the time. Like, yep, you're trying to do suppressive fire, and it's uh, you know, three rounds jam, five rounds yep. jam. Like, bro, yep, bro, can we, can we just? <laughs> what am I doing here? <laughs> yeah <laughs> can i get the new stuff please <laughs> oh jesus yes yeah man my thing yeah, that's my all, favorite uh... my favorite was the mark 19 the grenade launcher oh god yeah th- that was fun too mm-hmm. yeah and then of course the uh 50 cal yeah there's something about the 50 cal man it's just you feel that concussion. You feel that power. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, and you're just like, I hope I'm not the other guy. I'm not the guy on the other side of the thing, bro. When I saw the rounds, when I, when I saw the bullets for this thing, right. Yeah. I mean, this is, you know, I went in in 89, so there was no, we didn't know. I mean, we saw movies, right. There yeah. Was Platoon. There was full metal jacket, you know, was, you know, older war movies and stuff. Yeah. But, um, Nothing to where you could see like videos now where they show like, or even just pictures online where they show the different sizes, you know, comparing like a 30 out six to a, you know, 50 cal round. And um, so I had no clue. I, I was blown away by how big it was. And then when you feel it shoot, I, it really put the fear of God in me. I was like, Oh my, like, this is going to like, really just ripped somebody in half. And yeah. um, I remember seeing war movies and all this, you know, action movies and they would use yep. a 50 cal and somebody's just like falling over. I'm like, Nope, yeah. Nope. They would just, <laughs> yeah. and, uh, and then yeah. Rambo four, Rambo four came out yep. and he, and then and you it see showed, him jump on the back of the yes. truck and it, you're just like, that's what I'm talking about. That's what would happen. I was like, oh my God. You know what's wild is, you know, I I was a Rambo. I was a Stallone fan. You know, I still am. Yeah. And, uh, you know, all the Rockies, of course, and Rambos. So Rambo was a big thing in our house, you know, 
our kids would get to a certain age. I'm like, oh yeah, you got to watch some classics, okay? Yeah. And, um, so all the Rambos before that were not as visceral as that was, and yeah. then I that one was coming out, and I was like, yes, another Rambo. This is gonna be awesome. Uh, yep. I took all three of my boys to to the theater to see it. So my youngest, so not my youngest child, but uh, the youngest boy was, Mm -hmm. I think maybe eight. And I had no clue that this movie was going to be like that. Yeah. And, you know, there was a couple things here and there that were like, uh, okay. You know, like when he's shooting the arrows and stuff, people are blowing up in that crossing that swamp or whatever. Yeah. The minefield or whatever. Yeah. And, uh, I'm going, okay. And then the machine gun scene at the end, I looked, I'm sitting next to him and I looked over and you know, we were in the theater, bro. Like just the sound is just just a concussion sound and all that. And you can feel it. And, and it's just super graphic. And I, I look over his face is just like white and he's like, Oh, you know, and I go, (laughs) Oh, and I cover his eyes and I'm like, Oh shit. You know, I was like, I said, cover your ears. And I had him cover his ears. I felt I felt bad. I was like, "Oh my yeah. god, um, what did I do?" <laughs> no shit. <laughs> I was like, I mean, I love. Of course, I love the movie, but it was uh, you know, it's definitely not something you want to take your eight year old to the theater to see. Yeah, <laughs> um, you know, unless you want yeah, to give them yeah. nightmares or you know whatever. But oh, yeah, yeah. So, but yeah, that was probably my. F- those two are my favorite, the Mark 19, the, uh, the deuce. 50 cal. Yeah. Yep. Hell yeah. Now you yeah. go, also, you guys, uh, national guard, you guys do uh, once a month. Uh, yeah. One week in a month. And then, uh, in the summers we do, uh, two weeks. Right. So, uh, this, so this summer we're going out to, uh, Slovenia for a, uh, big training event called defender 23. Slow, slow. Where's that at? Slovenia. Uh, now you're talking like about a state, like country, a city in, in one of the states. You're going no, to the country a, Slovenia. Yeah. Over by Hungary and Austria Croatia. and all that. Yeah. What? Yeah. Dude, I just did a podcast like three months ago with a girl in uh, Slovenia. Oh, that's awesome. That is crazy. <laughs> okay. Oh, man. That is wild. They're sending you guys over there. What, is, like uh, prepping for Ukraine stuff or something? <laughs> That's what we're all joking about. But in the back of our heads, we're all like, "This might actually be it. We might, like, for all we know, we could get sent there last minute." Yeah, uh, like a staging point. Holy shit! Yeah, That's wild. Okay, see, I've, I mean, I've talked to a lot of National Guardsmen, so and women that. Uh, you know, and they and they talk about, and I have friends too that are in National Guard. Yeah, excuse me. They talk about going to uh, their two weeks, and it's almost always in the uh, in the United States, somewhere here. You know, yeah. where. So yeah, that's. Uh, yeah. I, I really thought you were going to say yeah, it's a uh, it's a small town over here in uh, Utah or something. <laughs> like, holy shit, the co- you're going all the way over there, bro. Good thing you're going in the summer because that place is cold oh, as God. hell. Yeah, uh, I'm going to be cold as hell. At the end of this month, because uh, we're doing a uh, mountain mountain training, oh, and it's shit. gonna be like negative ten degrees and shit. Uh huh. Yeah. Yeah. Skis and snow boots, all that, all that fun stuff. 
I don't, I don't miss that. I, um, we were one of the first, we were one of the first. So 1990, uh, I'm in Okinawa, Japan. And, uh, we went for a month and a half around month and a half, two months to, uh, South Korea in the winter time for yeah. this uh, big operation they do called operation team spirit. And it's this very similar thing. as like what you're talking about. You're going to do in, uh, you know, this summer where it's a collaboration between United States and, uh, South Korean forces and stuff. Well, it's in the wintertime. So we called it cold weather training for sure. It was like 50 below with wind chill. Oh so God. It was, and we were one of the first bigger units to uh, get issued Gore-Tex for that event. Yep. And, oh. um, it was, uh, we were like, cause before that we had the giant, you know, winter coats and stuff and the winter yeah. fits. And then now we didn't have the updated winter boots. We had what we called Mickey mouse boots from, I don't know if they were from <laughs> Vietnam. I don't know what they were from, but they were giant yeah. rubber boots and they had an air nozzle on the side to fill with air, I guess. We never used it but, yeah. um, for, for insulation. And, um, <laughs> So, the original Reebok pump. <laughs> right? <laughs> no shit. Um, but yeah, we were the first ones to get the uh, Gore-Tex jackets. And uh, and we used them. They worked. They worked. They worked well. Oh, yeah. They but, are uh, awesome. Yeah, dude. Yeah. Uh, it was it was fun over there. It was fun. It was uh, pretty cr- – yeah, I just – I don't like the cold. Um, I didn't mind it too much back then, you know. But uh, it's – that kind of cold is it just sucks to, to oh, yeah. work in, you know. Yeah, yep. yeah. And every every weapon becomes a bolt action at that point, <laughs> <laughs> right? Oh yeah, for real. Yeah, it's uh, well, especially if you're going now. We didn't do any kind of mountain training, you know. This is um, yeah. Most of our stuff was uh, uh, fairly flat. Um, yeah out there we're we were training fairly close to the uh, port um pohang and pusan are like pretty much right by the ocean and um and that's where most of our training was at so we'd have gotcha. navy ships come in and uh you know a lot of stuff you would see the a10s come over and you yeah know, do that do their thing and they're firing all it's funny because uh all these uh, aircraft and all the stuff they're they're shooting but they're shooting uh blanks yeah and um so it was uh it was pretty cool you know to to be part of something that big with yeah it's just a training op you know and uh you learn yeah. a lot you know but yeah it's the the good thing was we um for the month and a half we were there we would train during the day. It was just like a job. We trained during the day, but we had our nights off just like normal, yeah. you know. Now, we trained on the weekend as well, so it was seven days. But it wasn't all night throughout the night. You didn't have fire watch like you do at boot camp. And all oh, God, shit. yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> we um, – now, we did have shit duty because, you know, if you get in trouble, of course, somebody's got to yep. do shit duty. And yep. uh, it was – me and my buddy got in trouble and – we uh we we had literal shit duty so there was we had a tent city set up and uh the little you know makeshift uh shitters whatever yeah out of plywood yeah the holes cut in it and we had the you know 55 gallon drums cut in half underneath yeah 
and we'd have to carry them and to go, you know, light them on fire. Yeah, uh, diesel. Had, yep. <laughs> <laughs> you're carrying that stuff in, uh, you know, 30 below degree weather and oh, God. your fingers are freezing. You know, you got gloves on, but, you know, they're fucking numb and yep. it's sloshing back and forth, spilling all over you. Bro. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. And then, of course, there's nowhere to go wash up. Uh, yeah. In your tents. So, yeah. Uh, Luckily, God. when it's colder, you don't smell too bad. You know, like, yeah. When it's hot, you know, of course, you. you know, oh, yeah. You reek. <laughs> uh huh. For sure. Hell yeah, man. Well, that's, that's kind of exciting, man. You're going to be going, uh, you know, all these different trainings now that. Um, you're in the guard and yeah. then you're going to be working your airsoft stuff in between that. Do yeah. You have any big mill sims you're, you're looking forward to? Uh, there's a uh, one going on out in, uh, Oh, can't remember where it's at, but it's at a, uh, urban training facility being hosted by, uh, Milsim West. Oh, nice. Yeah. I'm hoping I can go to that one. Okay. And I th- actually think, uh, I think I heard K- uh, Kicking Mustang was going to be going to that one. Oh, shit. Yeah, I think so. Oh, that's cool. Um, have you ever been to a Milson West event yet? No. Nope. Okay. Yeah, I've heard um, I've heard a lot of good things about their, their events. Uh, American yeah. Milsim, you know, if you want to get the full yep. experience. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah, the closest I came to an American Milsim game was uh, actually one of Jet Desert Fox's uh, games out in California, his uh, Battle LA series. Oh, yeah. Yeah, me and, uh, K- me, yeah me and K-Factor always go- try and go uh, every year, but uh, with me joining the Guard, uh, I had to miss out on last year's, and I have to miss out on this year's because of Guard training. Gotcha, yeah. Yeah, I've heard a lot of good things about that event. That it's. Uh, oh yeah, they're so fun much fun. Big. Yeah, yeah, man, that's cool. Uh, I've heard a lot about that uh, Jet Desert Fox event, and um, you know these guys. Uh, my boys have gone to um, the Third Coast Airsoft events out here. Uh, there, there's uh, mostly because it's convenient because it's like two hour drive for us. Um, oh. Yeah, the place they have a lot of their events at is called uh, GTI, Government Training Institute, here in South Carolina. And um, they, uh, there's a, they've been to, I don't know, 10 uh, mill sims down here. Oh, nice. Uh, not all there, but, you know, there probably seven of them have been at GTI, you know, for Third ah. Coast. Yeah. Yeah. And they haven't done, they did one for, um, Oh, what was it? I, I'm trying to remember the uh, name of the event ho- um, coordinator or production crew. It's uh, Theta. Theta Events. They hosted um, one called Black Start Crisis. Uh, oh. Somewhere out here. I think it was in no- North Carolina. But, you know, these guys haven't really gone to, you know, a bunch of different Milsim, like uh, hosts or whatever, like American Milsim, yeah. Milsim West or or they might have gone to a lion claws, but I can't remember. Ah, okay. Yeah. Now, have you uh, have you gone to any of those other event coordinators' events like uh, 
Lion Claws, uh, American Milsim? Uh, no. Okay. Uh, last Milsim I went to was uh, out in uh, out here in Colorado by a local called Titan Milsim, oh. and uh, it was it was their very last Milsim of the like forever. Like they're done now. Oh. Yeah, but uh, oh. it was it was out on uh, a uh, like a scout ranch place. Oh wow! And so yeah, it was very woodland. It, like a lot of pine trees and that kind of stuff. And Jet and Jet and Lee Jet and Leah went to that one. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, that's the one where uh I don't know if you saw the video, but Jet shoots a uh a helicopter with his yeah. RPG and the the driver just kept driving. <laughs> <laughs> I think I did see that that video. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that was actually my squad that was in that helicopter, and we're all we all heard thump, and we're like, "Well, that was a hit, wasn't it?" <laughs> oh shit! Oh damn! And yeah. they all just took off. Yeah, like we didn't go up and very farther though, maybe like I don't know, three hundred meters. Yeah, and then we just stopped and jumped out of the helicopter to help a squad that was uh, pinned down. I gotcha. Oh, that's funny. Oh yeah, yeah. These uh, these big milsims, man, with um, technicals and stuff. Yeah, they seem like they're really really cool. The uh, the yeah. third coast ones. These guys go to. Uh, there's um, one called uh, Stonebreaker Operation Stonebreaker. So mm. actually, the next one, that Stonebreaker one, is uh, that for this year is in the end of March, and um, I just got my ticket for it, so I'm going to that one. Oh, nice. And, um, yeah, I'm going as a uh, press, press pass, so yeah. I can meet up with a bunch of people I've had on here. Uh, I yeah. went to one in October at the same place at uh, at uh, GTI, and I met, I think I there was like eight different people at that event that I have had on the podcast, and they were all from different states. Yeah. Um, Florida, you know, Tennessee, uh, Pennsylvania, and... Um, and I met in Georgia. I met all these guys at this event. It was really cool. Yeah, you know, to meet mm-hmm. somebody that I've only talked to on here. You know, it's yeah, in real life. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's cool. Hell yeah, dude. Cool. Yeah. So, what? Uh, did you have any hobbies before uh, airsoft or outside of uh, airsoft? Uh, just t- typical teenager stuff: skateboarding, basketball video games right yeah what do you still are you still a gamer oh uh, yeah i'm still a gamer gotcha what do you play uh everything sports shooters uh horror games action okay just whatever i just whatever i feel like playing that day yeah do you like the you like the scary games yeah, some of them like I love the Resident Evil series. I love that series, oh, but this yeah. the newest the newest one that came out. I'm just looking at like really werewolves. Are you guys kidding me? <laughs> they morphed, dude. They morphed. Okay. <laughs> they evolved. Yes. Yeah. The no, original... I actually. Go ahead. I actually, I actually downloaded the uh, 
uh, GoldenEye 007 game because it just came out for Xbox uh, Game Pass. Oh, and so okay. I've been playing the heck out of that. Oh my god, that's wild! Boy, that brings yeah. me some memories. <laughs> yeah, I actually pulled a prank on one of my friends one time. Uh, I uh, invited. I went over to his house and started playing it. And I told, and this was his first time playing. It. I told him, "Oh, dude, the club is the best gun in the whole game." And then I'm running around with an AK and I just kill him every time. He's like, <laughs> I just trolled him so hard. <laughs> oh, Jesus. He's like, this gun sucks, dude. Why'd you tell me that? Oh, that's funny. So yeah. I saw, speaking of scary games, I just saw they're redoing, remastered or whatever, uh, Dead Space. Yes, I saw that. So my son, who's on the channel, my oldest son, Christian, he uh that's his favorite game of all time. <laughs> and uh so we we did a uh, after we started this uh um this YouTube channel the Airsoft one. We started yeah. a, a gaming channel because there was a lot oh. of people that we met through you know our viewers of the Airsoft stuff yeah. you know that were like on our Discord they were we were talking about games we so we'd have like a game night. We played Roblox a couple times. We did, you know. Yeah couple other things here and, and then uh minecraft or whatever so we were like well let's record it and start an, uh, a gaming channel so yeah. we did trifecta airsoft gaming and uh yeah so chris he actually went through he just wanted to he was like yeah I'll, uh he was gonna play the uh, dead space he just got this a couple years ago and um he's like man i really want to get I want to play through it again because he hadn't played it since the first, you know, when it first came out. Yeah. And, uh, so he went through, I was like, well, why don't you record it and we'll put it on, you know, we'll just slap it up on there, whatever. If somebody wants to see the different yeah. levels or whatever. So, yeah, um, he did the whole first, I think he did the second game too, first and second, but yeah, oh, it's nice. his favorite game. So a couple of weeks ago he was over here and he's like, did you see they're doing a remastered, uh, dead space? I was like, have fun, bro. I ain't playing it. I I don't like playing scary games, dude. I get too involved yep. and it scares the shit out of me. I just yep. I used to do the Resident Evils, um, the originals, yeah. and uh, yep. you know I was P when I was PC gamer and stuff, and um, I played a couple of scary games. You know that were kind of scary slash action. So yep. um, Fear and Fear Two. Oh yeah, Fear. Bro. Yep, I remember those. Oh my God! I suffered through some of those inside, uh, you know, levels or whatever, where yep. you know, in the school or whatever building you're in, or whatever. Oh it was, God! Fuck that! Yeah, flashing lights, and then that chick is like, you know, the the girl with the hair, and the she's all, you know, jumping yep. out. Uh, uh. I, and then and you the hear something behind <laughs> you. Oh God! Yeah. And the lockers are flipping open, and the lights are flashing. Yep. You hear something behind you, and I'm like turning really fast, like. Bro, uh-uh. I just, <laughs> please, please don't do this to me. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, it was so, it was so crazy. But the uh, yeah. probably one of my favorite zombie games, besides like the fast-paced stuff, like um, Left for Dead was awesome. Yeah. But uh, one of my favorite ones that had some a really good scary effect with the ambient sounds and the background and stuff was uh, yeah. De Dead Island. Oh yeah. I remember that game. I played the yeah. first one. And it wasn't too scary. Like, yeah. things would jump out here and there, but it wasn't too scary. But it, 
the uh, the ambient noises in the background. Like you could hear, yeah. you know, screams and this and that, like kind of in yeah. the distance, you know, yeah. echoes and, and, and shit. Every, and every so often you hear like that one faint gunshot. Yes. Yeah. yeah, it was really it really drew you in the way that you know. But I liked the RPG kind of style of yeah. of it, you know, that they built into there. But the environment was beautiful. Yep. Uh, the the fighting was fun, you know. Oh yeah, it was fluent and right. Oh yeah, and just, yeah. I loved how you could like make like mod weapons like in uh, the uh, Dead Rising games. So you yeah, make like Dead the- Rising. Yeah, make like the paddle with the saw blade in the center and all that. Uh-huh. Yep, the bat with the barbed wire on it and shit. Yep. Or nails or whatever, yeah. Yeah, but I think now, though, the one game that I think beats that for ambience is actually on the PlayStation VR. It's called um, uh, Walking Dead Saints and Sinners. Mm, and I've... Yeah, I've been playing. I played that a little while ago, and dude, like you thought that that island was great with ambience. You have no idea until you have a VR headset on your face. Oh, like God. you're looking around and like you're just trying to hear where the zombies are because they groan, and you're just like, "Oh God, please don't let one be behind me." You slowly turn around, <laughs> you see one shuffling towards you. You're like, "Son of a bitch!" Yeah, dude, that VR stuff, man. I don't think I could play a scary game with it. I'd probably oh, probably have a heart attack. I actually tried playing uh, Resident Evil Seven because it has a VR mode, and I couldn't get through it. I was, I was, it was just pitch black, and all he got is like the little flashlight. You're just like, fuck this. Oh, you know what's weird? Like my my oldest son Chris, he who loves he loves the scary games. Yeah, he's like it doesn't even bother him. I'll be watching him play, yeah. and he plays most of the stuff on a computer or something. You know, he's moved out now. Yeah. But he, uh, when he was here, he'd play, and I'm like, "How do you play like this?" He's got his headset on. It's like dark room. You know, he's playing, yeah. and he's just, you know, he's just like this, like no big deal. Like, yeah. barely even jumps when something jumps out. I'm like, "How?" He's like, "I don't know." It's, I mean, I mean, it's just a game. I'm like, <laughs> I know it's just a game, but dude like it's designed to scare you <laughs> i am so into it when i play i just you know yeah. just give me an action game and a, or a story game you know i love gta yep. i like uh yeah. division i'm playing i've been hooked on division two for freaking way too long now but i apparently i don't get <laughs> tired of it so yeah oh yeah man yeah Awesome, Grinch. Well, uh, man, I appreciate you being on. I know it was uh, really okay. kind of spur of the moment. You know, I just hit you up a couple of days ago, and um, oh yeah, and I appreciate you. Uh, you were able to go on the uh, the site, the website, and uh, do the calendar thing and book something. Right? Is that how you got on here? Uh, no, here? I I basically just uh, played it by ear, like because this is the very first podcast I've ever been a part of. So, oh, okay, cool. Yeah, so yeah, thanks for having uh, me on, man. Oh, for sure, dude. Well, uh, let everybody know where they can find you on, uh, on oh, Instagram yeah, I've been, or online. Yeah, you can find me on Instagram at Grinch0413. Uh, I haven't set up a Facebook account for my actual Airsoft stuff yet. I'm working on it. And then uh, you can find me on YouTube at Grinch041. Oh, you have YouTube as well. Nice. Okay. Yeah. I'll have yeah. to check that out, dude. All right. Do you have the link for that on your uh, Instagram? 
I believe so. I'll double check, but okay. But yeah, I'll check. But yeah, I don't have. Yeah, I have don't have nearly as many subscribers as K Factor does, but no, honestly, that's I don't care, fine, dude. Yeah, I don't care as long as people are watching and they're having fun as much as I'm having fun making the videos. Right, that's all good for me. Oh, good deal. Good deal. Hell yeah. Well, listen, everybody that's going to be watching or listening, go to uh, Grinch. Go check out his channel and his Instagram and uh, let him know that uh, you found him through the podcast here. Well, thanks again, man, for being on. I appreciate you, brother. Yeah, thank you. Have a good night. You too.